Macy Gage from the Tangentialist blog digs up and discusses events and experiences from her own collaged history on having a stigmatized condition known as bipolar. She relates, reflects, and refocuses it into infectiously funny anecdotes and amusing stories that will have you in stitches. Being a roaming artist, a roaming distracted artist, that reinvents and reimagines her goals constantly, this podcast takes you down a twisting rabbit hole of icons and avenues of slightly familiar yet offbeat occurrences. Join her every other week as she delves into her own bizarre memory banks, pulling out some eccentric moments that capture the intimacy on the ups and downs of this disorder lived out in her electric days of her rebellious youth. Hey, Glorious Humanoids, welcome back to the Tangentialist Podcast, and let's just uh, jump right in. So this is episode 20, and yay, I made it to episode 20. But I'm not, I don't know, I'm not really feeling that I'm taking this podcast to where it really should be. I mean, I'm enjoying doing these stories and sort of sharing my experiences and and how I found uh, some sort of purpose through them. and and found the positive and how I want to share that with you and 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 hopefully that can help you in some sort of way and help you with maybe your family or your friends. I don't know, I feel like it's just it's coming to an end or I don't know, like it's not really addressing the right issues or it needs it needs a different perspective is what I'm thinking. So in a way I'm sort of saying I'm going to be putting sort of a halt on this or or just taking a break, you know. Like, I know that sounds like, well, I'm giving up, but it's not. It's it's just, you know, I we have to reassess. I guess it kind of seems that, that I've been doing that because I haven't done put anything up since August. So that's like two months. And I don't know, I guess I'm I'm just coming down on myself pretty hard. And, and that's not right. I need to show myself some compassion and some forgiveness. And, and those are very important things. I definitely need to be on top of that. But I'm just saying that this is sort of a description to anyone that's been following me that this is sort of me taking a bit of a a breather. Um, I don't know if it'll be six months or longer, but I'm knowing that I'm definitely in the sort of seasonal affective disorder right now or sort of, yeah, sort of on the down slope of this bipolar garbage, (laughs) which sucks because I thought I was doing really well. I thought, you know, I've got this under control. I'm doing Tai Chi. I'm running. I'm I'm finding, you know, I'm I'm working on this podcast. I'm I'm not able to to listen to a lot of podcasts unfortunately because I'm finding I'm doing this so much, <laughs> but but you know, I'm also listening to some audiobooks and I'm making sure, you know, I'm doing a bunch of different things, but it's just yeah, a lot of things happened at once. To, just a few weeks ago, you know, there's a bit of a health scare, some personal stuff that I was like, "What?" I didn't think this could happen and they're talking about surgery and I'm like what you know that just it just freaked me right out and I didn't it's pretty personal so I was like I didn't want to talk to anybody about it and well thankfully you know I had my 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 other half to to talk about it with so so that was good but it's just I don't know that happened and then there was oh yeah I'm also trying to lose weight for another another surgery uh an expensive one well it's not it's not really that expensive but well, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like 20 grand. And I'm like, I could totally do it. But it's just like, it's a tummy tuck. Hearing my my sister-in-law tell me what she went through because she just had it. 
and how she had to do some pretty, or she had to let her other half do some pretty, pretty weird things because she couldn't do it. And it just was like, whoa, like, it definitely makes you humble, these kinds of things. But yeah, I was just listening to her explain what's going on with her and how she's gonna, she has this huge scar now. And she was able to get rid of like all this extra skin, right? That happens after you have a baby. And she, she had two. And so, so she, she had them um, within the last couple years. Well, no, it's been longer, but that doesn't matter really. It's just that she was, after the second one, she wanted to get this done because we have another family member that had it done. And that it's just, you know, it's so amazing. And, and they've had a good experience. And then, Somebody else got it done and said that it was, you know, they wish they'd done it sooner. And well, it's just, of course, everybody's going to be saying how fantastic these things are. And well, I'm just like, okay, I got to lose this weight. So I lost the 20 pounds so I could do the pre and post op photos. And I'm like, looking at the photos and I'm like, I don't look that bad, I guess. But it's like, I gotta, I've got to be accepting of my middle aged self. And, and that's, that's a hard thing right now. I'm, I'm very, very hard on myself. And I definitely, they're definitely very frustrated and well the the health care, losing the weight, finding out that I'm a quarter indigenous, which was a, a bit of a shock. I mean, I kind of thought that I was, but kind of have it reconfirmed was, was it was good news, but it was just like, I, I also found out that grandmother was um, somebody that was in the residential schools and that having that experience is very tragic. I think her and her mother and her grandmother were survivors of the residential schools. So it's heartbreaking to think of all the things that they had to suffer. But it's not my trauma, and I'm I'm able to separate that. But it's just, uh, I don't know, I'm just like comparing and contrasting and thinking of uh, my family and how well they're doing. And I'm like, why am I not doing so well? And why am I not here? And it's just, you know, I'm sure... Everyone out there knows comparing and contrasting is definitely the way to to not feel good about yourself. <laughs> so yeah, this this uh, episode was going to just be an explanation of why there's nothing really been up there uh, on the Tangentialist for the last couple months. Uh, and yeah, the to let you know that I will get back to it as soon as possible, as soon as I can. And hopefully it'll be less than six months. If not, you know what? Well, I'm just going to have to get to it when I get to it. But I'm thinking of going back to the art thing because I definitely felt very fulfilled with that. So, so and, and the origami is definitely one other thing that's helping. And I think I talked a little bit about how Tai Chi was very helpful and running. And those things, they did not happen right away, okay? Like, I felt like I was bragging about that, but it's not. You know, I, I ran when I was a kid, and so I, I was familiar with the runner's high. And then the Tai Chi thing was actually because a doctor had recommended it when I went to this uh, brain injury services of Toronto. And this doctor, I, I explained, you know, what my days were like going to university and how I was so overwhelmed with all these things I had to do. And and he said, you know what, maybe you need to take up Tai Chi. And when I moved to just north of Toronto with my parents, I, I went to this rec center and they had this introduction to Tai Chi. And I just thought I'd I take it, and, and yeah, it's just been really, really rewarding and calming, and yeah, it's been really great, and I, I suggest it for anybody who ever wants to to find a really calming, moving sort of meditation that, that really is just beneficial in so many ways. And yeah, we can't, we can't always expect the 
the world from from where we are and what we're doing and that is one thing I've been I've been sort of doing a little bit of research on recently because yeah I have done it and I think a lot of us do where we compare ourselves to others and it's, it's really a hard thing to really be be looking at because that's one of the things that uh, when I was looking up uh, just being bipolar and one of the first websites that I came across was can I live a good life with bipolar and this is from the screening that's s-c-r-e-e-n-i-n-g dot m-h-a and then national.org backslash content backslash can uh, hyphen I hyphen live hyphen good hyphen life hyphen bipolar hyphen disorder. Gotta have every every single word in there. So so you, there you go. You got the address if you wanna if you wanna take a look at it. And it's the uh, MHA stands for Mental Health America. So there you go. You got the website that I that I've just been looking at. And there's just just a few things that we need to remind ourselves of. Because I know I'm guilty of doing these things too, where the last one, the very last one was just comparing ourselves. And I'll read you a bit about that so you get an idea of what you'll be looking at if you you do go to this website. So never compare yourself to others. Comparison is the thief of joy. When you start comparing yourself to other people, you start going down a slippery slope. It may make you feel like your progress isn't as exciting or important as it is. Obviously, big victories and breakthroughs are important, but you can't expect them every day. Recovery is made up of little daily victories that should be celebrated. If the hardest thing you did today was get out of bed, then take pride in that. Each day is an accomplishment. It can be easy to compare what we are going through with other people's experiences, especially in the age of social media. Don't get me started on that. I mean, I'm trying to do the social media, trying to be involved and, and try to get get this out there and make sure it make, makes it to the right people and let's hope it does. So quit talking about it, right? Just do it. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, So, so what else did I want to tell you about on this site? Here it is. That was the most important thing I wanted to tell you about, but there's also don't let it define you, which I think I've made pretty evident with this podcast is, is yeah, these experiences, they shape us, but they don't have to completely define who we are, but of who we are, and it doesn't make up all of what we are. How come my word finding is terrible right now? But okay, don't let it define you. Take a second and think about the way you talk about yourself. And that's one thing I know I'm guilty of. I know that I don't always talk to myself with my, well, no, I do talk to myself with the, the big critic. I think we're all guilty of that, saying very critical things of ourselves when, when we really need to be compassionate and forgiving for, you know, we've, we've, we've been through a lot and, and just acknowledge that and make sure that you understand that you are worthy of, of a lot of things. You're worthy of love. You're worthy and capable of recovery. On this uh, this website, it says, I am bipolar and, and that's where you can fill in all the blanks because that's exactly it. This is a part of who we are, but let's be clear, you are strong, you are worthy of love, and you are capable of recovery. 
you are not bipolar as defined, you have bipolar disorder. So let's make that clear. Let's say that one more time. You are not bipolar, you have bipolar disorder. Bipolar is not an adjective. It does not define you. It is merely something you have, just like you have high blood pressure or, what is it, diabetes. You do not hear cancer patients say things like, I am cancer or I am cancerous. They have cancer, whether you realize it or not, that language affects you. You don't realize how much impact words have when we use this kind of language to to talk about ourselves, we are giving so much power to a disease that doesn't deserve it. I'll leave the rest there for you. I mean, there's just a little bit extra, but you have to learn from our experiences. And that's one thing I think I've been, I've been pretty clear about is like, I've been sharing my experiences. And lately, it's been kind of hard because I'm like, oh, I'm remembering some of the stuff I don't really want to remember. <laughs> And it's like, oh my gosh, this is this is tough stuff. This is like, whoa, I actually did this stuff? Like, what was I thinking? I obviously wasn't thinking for some of it, but but it's like, yow, yowzer, this is this is this is painful, right? So it's just it's been hard to to relive some of it and and you know, that's okay because it's done now and and it's it's time to move on and it's time to reflect and and just become educated from from these experiences and and this website that I that I just mentioned says here it says the more experience someone has with something the better they usually are at dealing with it so the more experience you have with having bipolar the more you are learning from it the more you have made a lot of progress and then if you do have an episode or you you think of you're talking uh, taking a step back Try and think of it as the next foot forward, sort of like you're going up a ladder in a way, or, or you're climbing the stairs of like, you're getting to the top of, of the understanding, like you can't go beyond a certain point. You're going to reach the pinnacle of knowing everything you need to know about this disorder that seems to be shaping us in almost every way. But no, this is just something something we have and that we we can learn from. So yeah, think of it as having a toolbox. And each time something happens, take something from the experience and put it in your toolbox for the next time you feel something coming over you. And this is what I will go into great deal with in the next episode as I take you down another rabbit hole of my heady days of my rebellious youth, tripped up by disorder. Folding up these anecdotes, I express them to you and I give them for you to enjoy and consider as I reflect and remodel and re-engage what the future has for me on these social platforms. See you next time on The Tangentialist. <laughs>